So excited. Break, break, break. Seriously. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we gosh darn like you. Uh, another special episode this week. This is the third of four test episodes uh, with potential new co-host here with me. I have Marco O'Laughlin. And uh, say something quick, Marco, but I'm going to keep going after you do. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. Blessed to be here. Yeah, yeah, and the Chiefs are playing today. And yeah, I've got Sunday night football against the Jets, so uh, oh, the Jets. we'll uh, we'll watch. I'll watch the first quarter of that butt whooping, and then we'll move back on to having dinner and playing some games with you guys. Sportsy things, am uh, I right? But um, but anyway, here's a way you can support us if you haven't before. Um, check us out. Um, there was something that was on my mind the other day. I was like, this is a great way to support us. And Oh, hit up the Discord. Hit us up if you want to join the Discord where you've set it up for mostly Patreon members thus far. But uh, yeah, reach out on Instagram or email at chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. And if you do, we'll send you a link and you can hop on the Discord. It's been great. Great talking to people. Um, great, great. Like, especially, especially talking to some of our longtime listeners. It's been uh, really just funny to... Um, just shoot the breeze in real life. So uh, we love it. And and kind of be a part of that community, too. It's not just like one-on-one with the host. Um, so, yeah. And, and they are serious about that uh, Patreon membership because I still haven't gotten my invite to the Discord on that one. <laughs> it's been out for two weeks. Exactly. So um, that's the way to support us this week. And hope everything looks good. Uh, literally uh, worked out very well that, uh, Marco was in town during this time of, uh, test episodes. So this is a very special episode. We're both right. facing the uh, camera that's right. and yet that's our first episode where two people are facing the same camera in on the same screen. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Brian Rapp. I made the <laughs> 2000 mile travel to come record this episode. Yeah, where right. are you at? So, so Brian's, I mean, not Brian, um, Marco's originally from, uh, Missouri, yeah, and uh, and yep. lives in Arizona right now. He That's used to be right. Marco and Casey. Now he's Marco and AZ. Got married, uh, and so let me think. Is there anything else I need to get to before we get into the shooting the breeze segment? I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, Marco, tell me about yourself. Hey, man. So, uh, man, about me. Grew up in a small farming community in the middle of nowhere in Missouri. Nice. Um, not in Weston, was it? No, definitely not Weston. <laughs> I do appreciate the thoughtfulness of this whiskey nice. today. And we'll get into mm-hmm. that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, once we actually tell you what whiskey we're drinking. Uh, but small farming community, 1,600 people. Uh, moved around to different places. Lived in Arkansas. Lived in Kansas City. Uh, got engaged. Got to meet Cole through my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she introduced me to the podcast. And uh, before I even met Cole, I met Cole. Because I thought I knew him by the right. time I'd listened to a hundred episodes in the span of about quick. two to three months. Did you listen with a speed? Uh, yeah, I usually listen about one point two five or one point five. Okay. That's fun. And then I, I like to hit skip on all the musics. Um, nice, kind of those. Uh, I enjoy going on the walk with you guys though, nice. so I do mm-hmm. do that. Um, 
but did that on my, my travel back and forth to work uh-huh. every Monday morning. So at like 6.30 in the morning, I'm driving to work. It's nice. like, all right, can hang out with my friends, but I can't drink whiskey this early in the morning. <laughs> or on That's my way to work. That's the problem with being a Monday morning episode release. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And then, of course, being a teacher, I can't drink before I head to work. So that's a big not. no-no. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then uh, got to got to meet you through uh, mm-hmm. through our wives because nice. uh, they are huge, huge friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. honest to goodness, like but every they're normal time. size. Oh, but they're yeah. huge friends, <laughs> huge friends. Yeah. Um, but we uh, every time you have a child, I just come to visit because mm-hmm. my wife cannot go without seeing your babies. Yeah, and has just been absolutely sucking that up. Like, mm-hmm. I think it keeps her young. So you might want to check your That's kids, good. look for some gray hairs. Uh-huh. She might be a succubus. <laughs> um, but no, just. Uh, just have known you for a while now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've known each other since uh, October 2020. Yeah, that's we right. got to go to. Uh, you took me to Del Box. That's right, he was episode. there. He that's wasn't right. on the episode, no. but he was in the background. It they, was. I think so I made you hard. laugh one time or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, if if you listen very very closely, yeah. I can you can hear me. Yeah. But like I'm white knuckling the stool the whole time. <laughs> like I can't make a sound, and I want to be on this episode. That was so a fun bad. one. Yeah, fantastic episode. Yeah, um, and then man, just. The dating long distance, you yeah. and your wife were pivotal in uh, mine and Jordan's relationship yeah. and the friendship you and I have uh, yeah. built. We used to talk to each other like in the morning once a week. Yeah, that's right. Like mm-hmm. stupid early for both of us. Yeah, on the way to work. Was, yeah. Yep. Um, and then you moved out to Virginia and I still haven't forgiven you for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have I a lot of people in my life that right. say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've moved too many times. Yeah, I was like, wear my Wisconsin Badger shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you... Uh, you are dearly loved, dearly missed, nice. and uh, anytime, like, of course, I've gotten a couple people into the podcast now. Because yeah, of that. totally. Shout yeah. out to Patrick Smith. Patrick Smith, Patreon, Patreon. member. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just absolutely love it. And then, of course, the big culmination, you were the best man at my wedding. Yeah. I still remember mm-hmm. asking you to do that last March. Yeah, I remember that, too. Like, like ten, I dumbfounded. <laughs> ten minutes into it, you're like, wait, what did you ask me to yeah, do Yeah, <laughs> I remember doing that now. I had actually forgotten until you brought that up. I was like... Wait a second. Let's just make this clear. <laughs> yeah. No. So, and then uh, of course you'd given me the you you gave me this shout out, and mm-hmm. me and Jordan are like, oh, of course we're yeah. And I think honestly, like I've I've been treasuring the opportunity to do this, mm-hmm. um, but like my wife, I think has enjoyed it more for nice. me. Like she's happier for me than I am. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm not happy about this, but yeah. she knows like how much I dedicate to listening to this. Yeah, and totally. Like the bottles I've left you, mm-hmm. like got you into Wilderness Trail, got totally. you Totally, yeah, um, that was 100% you. I Actually, we left you the wild turkey that you drank on the Thanksgiving episode. That's right. The tragic episode. Yep, you left me the Grand Canyon uh, oh, that bottle one. that I still yeah. have, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, uh, that one, I don't know. That we'll one figure it out. I still, I'm still ready to try it. I yeah. haven't tried it yet. I'm ready to try it on the podcast. So. I know the one I tried, like it was really good, but then the one I tried later, I was like, oh no, this is going to oh, be good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We'll, we'll find out. And then just uh, just this journey of going through this with you. Totally. And every time I come in here, it's like, Cole's like, what can I pour him he's never had? Yeah. Which is pretty much everything. So <laughs> I'm kind of that 60 and under whiskey range. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's where I live because that's what I can reasonably yeah. buy without upsetting my wife or my finances. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And yesterday we went to McCormick's uh, Whiskey Grill in yep. the, the one in uh, downtown Richmond, or at least the fan in Richmond. Yeah. Our second time going. Yes. The first time we went, they the bartender had not opened these restaurants, right. even though it was supposed to be open by that and point. We waited an hour and he still oh, wasn't there. A stupid long time. At least, yeah, at least 30, 40 minutes. And we're just like, all right, we'll just leave. Yeah. But this time it was great. We had Floyd. Uh, shout out to Floyd. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, Floyd was on, great. Good luck on that podcast. Buddy. Yeah, he's starting his own podcast. I forget the name right now, but I'll try to find it by the end of the episode. Well, but um, I mean, you'll shout it out when you're a guest on the episode. Exactly. Soon. Yeah, he said I'll be one of his first guests because we worked together really well. Actually, Floyd was uh, started just after I started at McCormick's. And uh, I remember, and I tell Floyd this as well. I remember the time that he said Yazamaki uh, as a as men- mentioning the Japanese whiskey, and I was like, "Uh oh, I don't know if this guy's gonna make it." Like, <laughs> like basically, I just don't know if he'll learn quick enough. Hey. But he has. He's he's stuck it out for at least five or six years, and he's killing it at McCormick. So everyone, he showed us everyone's tongue is allowed to be a little dyslexic when they're drinking whiskey. Yes. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite things yesterday, though, uh, hopefully we'll be able to do an episode on this oh, soon, man. but it was an Indian whiskey that I had never heard of. It was oh. called Rampur, uh Double Cask, and it very well might have been my whiskey of the year for 2023. It was Fantastic. so good. It was like good enough on the front of the palate as maybe not to be whiskey of the year. Like it was like very good. Highland, not a Highland, like a, a single malt style. Yep. Uh, it was lighter than, it was less spicy than um, Amroot or J- or Paul John, uh, but it was the finish. I won't even, I won't gonna give too much away, but the finish blew my mind. And I'm, I'm not yeah. selling any tasting notes, but mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was I, unreal. I've never gotten this tasting note before. Yeah, ever. I was so happy with it, and so and ninety proof. Yeah, and 90, what ninety bucks. Uh, yeah. At the ABC store, so and available at multiple ABC stores in Virginia. So I'm going to be uh, on top of that this week. And, yeah, get at least you. two bottles, 105 in total wine in yeah. Arizona. It's, it's still worth it to me. Like, come on, yeah. come on, total wine. Come on, Arizona. Like, yeah, your biggest distributor in the state. Like, yeah. how can you jack me up that much? Yeah, no, I was surprised to see that. To be honest, but maybe maybe it's harder to import Indian whiskey to Arizona uh, than Virginia or something. Who knows? But. Man. Um, I am going to buy multiple bottles of that. And if you see it, listeners, before I even do the episode, I highly recommend picking one out. Rampur, that's R-A-M-P-U-R, yep. uh, double cask. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, like I said, could be the whiskey of the year this year. So, um, yeah, that's what we got uh, in that way. We're not ready for the break yet. But let me ask you more about yourself, uh, Marco. Yeah. Um, Oh, no. What are you entry buzzing on? To talk about me. Uh, nah, so just whiskey. <laughs> this one is the Buffalo Trace yep. kosher, kosher mm-hmm. rye bourbon recipe. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I've tried once now because I believe that was the episode that Robbie did with John Hughes without me, um, and um, John. And then basically, I, w- I was just saving it for the podcast. Yep. And now that we've done an episode on it, I can probably drink it myself. But I always forget yep. if I did the rye or the rye recipe bourbon. But I believe it was they did the episode on the rye recipe bourbon. I mean, so I'm, I'm enjoying this. It's not melting my face off at a ninety yeah four proof mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And uh, like it was a nice little entry bus coming up on this uh, bottled and bond we got going on here in a little bit. The interesting thing is, is that the I remember the uh, episode we did on the wheat recipe bourbon. And it was the least of any wheat recipe bourbon thing that I've had from Buffalo Trace, including like, well, there isn't a lot. I mean, there's basically the Weller line and the and the Van Winkle line, right. uh, but that's not saying much. But it was like not as good. The wheat recipe one wasn't as good as anything. It was like definitely the least of the weeded Buffalo Trace bourbons. Um, I am entry buzzing myself on... Uh, mm-hmm. Mossberg. I've done this before as an entry buzz. I don't intend to make the Mossburn. That is, um, I don't intend to make this an episode because it's an independent bottling of an Altmore. 
12 year uh 12 year cast strength uh highland really a space side um and it is a velvety good it's not like a sherry finish like a buna uh velvety good but it is lighter velvety good and it is a real good did I, did I so, see real quick? 70 or 63.7? 63.7, baby. Oh, man. I mean, it's scotch. Wow. Yeah. It, they kill it. I mean, these independent bottlers in Scotland, they really are able to break out of the mold of tr- traditional scotch because, you know, you'll see like Macallans and they'll only, they won't reach 100 proof. No. Like they, I mean, unless you get like a cast strength, but like they don't really push that 100 proof line right. often. Well, I mean, some you will, I, but yeah. you and I are Ardbeg Army mm-hmm. like soldiers. Oh here. my goodness, and, and Ardbeg will will push the boundaries. Oh yeah, that's no, for we, sure. Yeah. You, you're a Corey Brecken, I'm an Ugdal, mm-hmm. and both of those are even even at cast strength. They're like what's fifty five max? 56? Uh, yeah, usually they're so, about like yeah. no more than sixty. Usually, right. you, you know. never see a sixty. So mm-hmm. to see sixty three on that, I was surprised. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's great. And my father in law, shout out to Tracy. Uh, got that bottle for me and uh, paid for it. And I was expecting to pay him for it, but he's like, no, it's a gift now. <laughs> so shout out to Tracy. That's who he is. I love my yeah. father-in-law. Oh, yeah. Tracy's great. And then uh, got to meet him last time I was here in yeah. town. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet both your in-laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the other thing he did get you, was that the same trip he got you the uh, Glen Grant 15 special yeah. edition? Mm-hmm. Same deal. And then uh, because he couldn't find the Glen Grant 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. here's the other shout out. I am also the person who is the yeah, that's uh, right. best whiskey gift up to this that's point right. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I found you Glen Grant 18 in yeah. Arizona. Yeah. There were four bottles in the whole state. Oh, wow. And uh, the closest one was in Scottsdale. Oh, so, you went all the way to Scottsdale. I know. I told, I told my wife. So I live in South Phoenix. Scottsdale's mm-hmm. up in North Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So looked at my wife as soon as I listened to the episode. And I was like, um, so we have the money on the credit card. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for a drive and I'm getting cold this bottle of whiskey. Oh. Because we have a rule that we ask each other on any purchases that mm-hmm. are a hundred dollars or more. Yeah, that's good. And that one, I was just like, I, I, I have access to it. I've got yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. So that was your that was your best man gift, and yeah, you were so dumbfounded by no, that I was too. That you you went into podcast mode right in front of my entire wedding. Started reception. like explaining why <laughs> Glenn Grant eighteen was such a big deal. I was like, yeah. okay, Jim <laughs> Murray, friggin' <laughs> Jim Murray. Like <laughs> Heather's dragging you away. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was like, so cold, funny. Cold, just yeah, let's, chill let's, out, man. <laughs> like so, that's when we went over to the side table. Yeah, and we poured like four or five different yeah, things and so had a little good. tasting for us. Yeah. So speaking of which, speaking of gifts, uh, keep in mind that uh, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. And by the old man's hat, I mean prep for Cole and future co-host. Because Christmas will not uh, be any different this year. And the only difference will be that we're giving two gifts. uh, One for uh, a randomly selected Mm -hmm. gifter. uh, And then one for the best gift this year. Uh, And uh, I already purchased at least two bottles. Uh, for that, um, and one's a very special one. One's a, one we talk about a lot, and I won't give it away. Won't give it away. Uh, but Christmas is coming, and I am shamelessly asking for your gifts. He's um, he's not joking on the not giving away. I've been in his house for the last two days. Mm-hmm. I no idea, and I've been around mm-hmm. every single bottle he has, so yeah. he's got them hidden. Yeah, you know what we should do? Um, I'm thinking maybe we should do the rampor for a drink along. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I'll probably do that. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. Good choice. Yeah, because I already have, for the next three months, after this next month, for the next three months, I will um, have 
I already have the next three picked out, and they're good. They're yeah. like some good bottles next go. next uh, three months. So. so let's see. You're talking January, February next year then. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and so yeah, keep that in mind. People that are interested in Patreon, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. We're just slowing down a tiny bit. That's it. But then we're kicking back off once we get the co-host. And, um, so yeah, we'll get that going. So keep an eye. And, and if you're on Patreon, I encourage you to keep on Patreon, mostly because, we're like I said, we're not stopping. So... Um, that is that, I guess. Um, why don't we... Uh, I have some good history this week. Um, and we'll get into the history. I guess we'll mention what we're drinking today. We have a bottle. Go. And a shout-out, too. Shout-out to my friend Carl Joseph, who uh, was in Kentucky at a liquor uh, mart or a liquor barn. I think it's barn. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, hey, I'll take some pictures of the uh, Bourbon Isle. Is there anything you want? And I saw Ben Holiday, uh, Missouri Straight, which is the rye recipe of their of their portfolio, rye recipe bourbon that is. And um, and he bought me that, and he got me a Nulu uh, green green uh, what do you call it? wax bottle, which is hopefully going to be sort of like the one we got from ADHD as a pick. Uh, ADHD Whiskey. Check them out, Matt Porter at ADHD Whiskey Channel on YouTube. Um, so give that shout out again to to Matt Porter at ADHD Whiskey. And then the uh, the whiskey came from the baller. Um, Matt Porter. No, the oh. one from uh, Ben Holiday. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, and from uh, Carl Joseph. What a baller! And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're drinking Ben Holiday bottled and bond Missouri Straight Bourbon. Like I said, rye recipe, but we'll get into that. Um, and But before we get into that, before we get into any notes otherwise, let's go for a quick walk. So here we go to the walk. Right? Hey, Marco. What up, Cole? So what is your opinion on bucket hats? Oh, bucket hats take me back to the 90s, the best time of my life. But what's your favorite kind of bucket hat? Favorite kind of bucket hat has got to be a Bush's Baked Beans bucket hat. That's right, listeners. If you go to bushesbakedbeans.com slash chillfiltered, you might be able to win yourself a true Bush's Baked Beans hat that is in the bucket hat style. If you're interested in getting yourself some bucket hat with Bush's Baked Beans in the lid, you know what I'm saying? Uh, check out us on bushesbakedbeans.com slash chillfiltered. And we're back. Uh, some notes to get to this week. I apologize. We were supposed to do a Google meetup last week, uh, and I realized that I scheduled that on my anniversary, and that was a dumb idea, and I never let anyone know, and it kind of slipped through the cracks. So I apologize. We'll do that in the future, and I will set it up a little better. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to make it happen. So like I said, today we're drinking Ben Holiday uh, Missouri Straight Bourbon, bottled in bond. This is our first Ben Holiday whiskey on the podcast, but it's not our first bottle from the distillery. Uh, the brand is associated with McCormick's Platte Valley Corn Whiskey. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit. We'll get into the background, but mostly we're going to get into the background of who Ben Holiday was and what the distillery became. So, uh, Ben Holiday is a very interesting man. Actually, in the mid 1800s, he was a very successful businessman. 
uh, he at one point in the late 1800s was the largest employer or like represented the largest employer in the U.S., uh, having owned everything from silver mines to transportation manufacturing companies and, of course, a distillery in Weston, Missouri. Uh, he moved from Kentucky to Weston as a teenager, uh, but was quite the go-getter uh, as far as I saw online. He uh, created the Overland Express stagecoach lines that uh, were ultimately sold to Wells Fargo in the end. Uh, he was known as the, quote, stagecoach king, which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, especially moving there in a, as a teenager and like starting this empire, basically. So in 1849, he purchased uh, land to build his distillery on in Weston, uh, which, he was known, which was known for its limestone spring water passing through the area. Uh, which is actually a big deal. I like Missouri, I like that section, like everything from like Wisconsin to like Tennessee, West Virginia area has a ton of limestone deposits in it. Hard water everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's like calcium carbonate is like the word in yep. that section of the country. And you'll see like everything like, like for example, Mammoth Caves in Kentucky is completely formed by limestone deposits mm -hmm. and and like like limestone uh, sinkholes basically and not yep. sinkholes because they haven't sunk in but they're caves because it's all limestone yeah the erosion erodes mm -hmm. all that away mm -hmm. Same the, deal. the acid rain and all that yeah northeast missouri's got a couple mm -hmm. there's the mark twain cave and cameron cave does the totally. same thing there they're so much fun yeah so check them out if you're in the area yep uh i think mammoth takes the takes yeah mammoth is the largest in the u.s i think um carlsbad is number two i think we, we went to uh, yeah when i went to uh wind cave is one of the bigger ones too and that's in mm -hmm. south dakota and that's a limestone cavern as well okay uh and that's i think a national park i don't know but anyway um that's not on the notes you know what's on the notes <laughs> um by 1856 they sold their first batch of bourbon for 35 cents a gallon could you imagine and over the years, uh, eventually Ben Holiday died, and so did his brother, who had taken over the distillery. His name was Major David Holloway. Wait, what? People die? What's people going die. on? People die. As you know, people die. And uh, so he, uh, yep, but the distillery switched hands quite a few times, actually, uh, and eventually stopped making bourbon after a big fire in the 1900s. Uh, but one of the companies that owned uh, the distillery and sort of still owns the distillery is uh, sort of uh, is McCormick's Distilling. That was in 1942, but by 1950, McCormick's Distilling was bought out by Midwest Grain Products, MGP, uh, and they bought them out and no longer owned by them, uh, but I thought that was super interesting that MGP had a hand in uh, what we're drinking today in but a way. they sold them off. Now they're buying back all their properties. It was like, like in the 90s. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, But they really ramped things up in 2015, the new company, when they renovated and resurrected the Holiday Distillery name, which was a good idea because it was kind of one of the, or it was the origin of the distillery. And in 2019, Missouri bourbon became a thing. And... Uh, on August 28th, the Missouri House Bill 266. Uh, Marco, what are the uh, rules for uh, Missouri bourbon? Ooh, Missouri bourbon. Well, uh, first, it's okay. got to be. Okay. You've got to have it that it's bourbon. Yep. Federally bourbon. So, mm -hmm. that's hey, there you one. go. It's got to be mm -hmm. made in America with the 51% corn. And Nailing the, it uh, so far. The mm -hmm. whole uh, white oak container. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which, if y'all didn't know this, it doesn't say barrel. It actually yep. says container. Yep. So, if you want to make a wood box and put bourbon yep. in it. It still works. Yeah, as long as it's over. Um, 
man, what else? Oh, and then you got all those weird barrel proof things. Like you can't distill it beyond 140 yep. and then you got to put it in the 160, barrel. 160. Oh, 160. And, and no barreling higher than 125. 125. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but then for Missouri, you've got to mash it. Yep. Distill it. Mm-hmm. Ferment it. Yep. And it has to be in Missouri white oak barrels or containers. Yep. And uh, so the cool thing, and uh-huh. I always love, so I, little side story, I, I did uh, 25 to 27 distilleries in a That's span right. of Four days five and a half wow. days in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Um, had a wonderful spreadsheet for mm. those whiskey nerds that want to just like get the bang for your buck and mm. like really show off and go around to distilleries in Kentucky. Hit me up. I can, uh-huh. I can tell you my plan. Um, but the independent state company, I yep. think is the company Lebanon, told me, Kentucky. Lebanon, Kentucky actually gets a lot of their white oak from Lebanon, mm-hmm. Missouri. So coming from the Ozarks yeah. and that white oak. So. As I remember the, uh, the single oak project, which was a big deal in terms of wood, uh, considering, um, how they aged those 192 barrels. Oh yeah. I believe every single tree was from Missouri. Probably. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, like here I am, not the biggest Buffalo Trace fanboy, and we've infused it now twice into this episode. Yeah, bring it on. And hey, I, I mean, you can see it right there. Yeah, right. Right there on YouTube. That's right. I'll, I'm going to slip Wild Turkey into this episode uh-huh. somewhere. Yeah. So, okay, so you mentioned new, or you had, you had to be Missouri Oak. Mm-hmm. There are two other rules. Oh, two other rules? Uh, maybe one other rule. Okay. No, yeah, two other rules. Mm. If you give up, I'll tell you. Let's see. You kind of skipped over one, oh, sort of. Did I, man? Yeah. Okay. So you said it needed to be fermented, fermented? aged, mashed. or I'm sorry, mashed. Oh, so um, it has to be aged. So it has to be aged. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Um, so yeah, it has to be aged in Missouri, even though it also has to be aged in Missouri oak. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think the only other thing I could possibly think of mm-hmm. is that it would have to be made with Missouri grains, M- Missouri corn only. Oh, so Missouri. Uh, yeah, rye, rye might not grow rye as well. Is a little hard, yeah, yeah, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Although there there is a small micro distillery that I I do know of that nice. it's the only one in northeast Missouri. Uh, nice. Shout out Sweetwater. Ah, Sweetwater. Um, but uh, yeah, stop by there because it's only ten miles away from my parents' home oh, when sweet. I visit them. Uh, yeah, they they have a weird like Jimmy Red corn that they make and it from, and they I think they get their rye from a local oh, um, cool. farmer too. So. Uh, rice really hard cool. yeah, in the Midwest is. until you get north. Like once you get into like Minnesota, Wisconsin, like you can grow rye. Yeah, man, you know, when, Buffalo Trace gets most of their rye from North Dakota. I'm gonna say usually it's mm-hmm. the Dakotas, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. south and north, and then a mm-hmm. little bit into um, like Minnesota or Montana mm-hmm. and those plains and prairies. Yeah. So let's see, what would be the one I missed? No, that was it. You got it. You got it aged, and then Missouri corn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, no, that's great. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, the distillery has two bourbons at this point. Besides, uh, you know, it's not as co- clearly associated with McCormick Platte Valley, but it is the same uh, company. Uh, the two bourbons are Ben Holiday Bourbon, uh, also known as the bottle. Well, they're both bottled and bond, uh, but this one is Ben Holiday, as opposed to Holiday Red Wheat, soft mm. red wheat bourbon, which is also bottled and bond. There you go. Um, but let's get into what we're drinking today, the uh, the bottled and bond that's not the weeded one. Uh, so that so by assumption there, uh, this is a rye whiskey as opposed to a weeded whiskey. Or uh, weeded bourbon, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rye bourbon. Rye Nashville yeah. on that bourbon. And so the label is actually pretty cool. If you look at it, um, it says, it gives a lot of uh, information away. There, first of all, there's the their tax seal. 
uh, on the top because it is bottled and bond, and that's one of the requirements of bottled and bond whiskey is it has certain labeling requirements, one of which being the tax seal above the cork. Um, and that's from the Bottle and Bond Act of 1897. Uh, but it's also got the warehouse on the bottle as well as the distribution of floors used in this specific batch. The warehouse is warehouse C. Uh, the floor is, or the distribution of floors is 44% on floor one, 56% on floor five. So a little hotter up there. Ooh. I might change it a bit. Of course, it's 50% uh, and slash 100 proof because it's bottled in bond. Um, but otherwise, it also says it was distilled in spring of 2016, bottled in spring of 2022. And do you know this, Marco, that uh, spring doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, so, or March through June, right? So a spring distilling season. Oh, spring distilling season. Mm-hmm. So that has to do with like the, the bottle and bond. It's like uh, January through June yep. and then July through December. Yep. So it's fall and spring are the big two distilling seasons. Yep. Uh, and so it's funny because you can see that on the bottle it says it is distilled or bottled in spring of 2022 right. yet it was bottled on July 18th right uh, so that is not spring theoretically or whatever you want to call it could have, could have sat around in a stainless steel tank for yeah, a couple months that's but. true that's actually a good point uh, but it also says age six years in yeah. new charred oak barrels uh, and then guess what we get to do next oh this is a screw top is it? Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Yeah, there's no cork on this John piece. Sadness. Uh, so well, I guess I was about to say we get to do a straight cork pop, which nice. we've never... Because normally what I'll do is I'll do a, the original cork pop, send a couriered sample to Robbie, and then say, this is the first time I'm drinking it, but not the first time I've opened it. But this is the first time I've opened this one, and it looks like it's a screw top, which I'm not against. I'm not against. Actually, it might even be better. Or at least if it were a synthetic cork, I, would, I think that's a little better. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's uh, give this the old uh, cork pop. What do you say? Oh dang it! <laughs> all right, all right. Do you remember the? Do you ever? Do you remember the episode where uh, Robbie was on for the first time? It wasn't when he was a host yet, but he oh, was. Man. It was like episode fifty four right. or something like that. We drank uh, the Rogue Spirits Dead Guy whiskey. Yes. And he pours like three fingers. And I'm like, Robbie, <laughs> do you know how much we typically drink on this uh, podcast? And he's like, oh, no. I just figured it was like a lot. <laughs> so, but uh, I'm going to pour my two mm-hmm. uh, pours. Hey, and three, then you can pour Three fingers isn't bad with me. I mean, it yeah. is, it's a Sunday afternoon. So yeah. I'm, I'm down. It is the season. Here you go. And then you can That's close right. it up when you're done. Will do. Um, I always found that funny. It was like, he poured quite a bit. And I was like, I'm not even ready for that much. Um, so we'll get into drinking. Uh, let me get some nose action on the neat pour. So one of the things, one of the reasons I really wanted this uh, bourbon was because of ADHD whiskey. Matt Porter, where he uh, did the review of both the red, the soft red wheat and then the, um, the rye recipe bourbon as well. And he said the rye recipe was better. But they were both very impressive for non-Kentucky bourbon or non like indiana kentucky tennessee bourbons um and so it's kind of cool that like missouri's putting their name on the uh on the the bourbon you know dossier or what there i don't you know what you say but which of course, great nose yeah weston of course being on that kansas city side that's why mm-hmm. i'm decked out in my kansas city Chiefs yeah stuff. 
So, and that's the funny thing. If you haven't recognized by now, last episode we had with Bryce, and we drank one of the better Japanese options out there, and he is Japanese-American. And then for uh, Brian Rapp, we both really were into the um, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof Rise. And so uh, I'm trying to bring the heat when it comes to... I'm trying to bring the relevancy and the heat. Uh, Like good pours, nothing nothing lame, and uh, somewhat relevant uh, when it comes to each test episode so getting a little it's caramel sweet like like chewy caramel as opposed to like hard candy sure um there's i mean i I do appreciate the fact that it is not melting my face off like mm -hmm. i'm getting my nose right down yeah yeah no definitely a sweetness caramel i can see that brown sugar something along Mm -hmm. those lines yeah a little bit darker a little bit of butteriness, but in a almost the toffee-like way. That would be fun. That would be interesting. Hmm. Mmm. Really nice front of the palate. Um, appley, but not in like a Buffalo Trace appley way. Uh, more of a baking apples kind of side. Um, like half, like a oh. halfway to baked apple pie. Yeah, that's, um, that's the, like apple crumbles. What yeah, came to my yeah, mind. I can think that. Like there's mm-hmm. a there's a little bit of like an oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like a topping to yeah, on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my name's Cole. I get <laughs> apples on every good whiskey. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely my favorite note, <laughs> uh, at least for bourbons. Um, but I will, yeah, I will say there's some of the things I can get apples for. But yeah, I love the apple notes. So yeah, so oh, far, yeah, good on you, holiday Ben Holiday. Oh man, I'm telling you right now. If I had known about this mm-hmm. when I was living in Kansas City, because mm-hmm. I had a little, I used to have a little tradition. I drink Irish whiskey while watching the Notre Dame Fighting Irish on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and then I drink Kansas City whiskey on Sundays watching the Chiefs. So, yeah. dang, I missed out. Um, I, you know, overall, I love it, but I am very impressed and high respect to Weston, Missouri, and Holiday Distilling. Because this isn't this like very clearly, uh, I want to say if I haven't made this clear already, they make their own stuff here. It is a Missouri bourbon, and yep. they did not um, source this at all. And this is actually really good. This reminds me of like a decent MGP juice, like a good MGP juice at like six years or so. You know, yeah, I wonder, I wonder how much uh, MGP whenever they owned it. Yeah, yeah, how much that kind of overflowed it, yeah. and impacted on them. But uh, who knows? You know, because MGP hasn't always been known for like quality bourbon but they you know i don't know if they were ever considered not quality bourbon right but like only until like the last 10 12 15 years can i say that like people are get excited there was a time even in that last 10 12 15 years where people were upset with mgp because they're like people should be making their own whiskey and then people started to realize like actually mgp makes a lot of good stuff oh yeah um so it's just funny that that happens. Well, I mean, sometimes. people gotta get off the ground too. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, sourcing's fine. I think. Uh, but kudos to yes. Ben Holiday for that very reason. You know. Yep. Yeah, sourcing is fine. Man, but just, like, if you can make this kind of stuff and put a six-year bourbon bottled and bond out there, whew. that is actually good. Heck um, yes. Yeah, and that's the cool thing is like, yeah, they they literally put out a six-year bottle and bond, but the bottle and bond minimum is four years, so oh, they yeah. kept it in there a little extra just. So they could put out a good product. So go for go for it, Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. Get this. Yeah, yeah all my KC friends, go. Uh, don't miss out on this. Go, mm-hmm. go take advantage. 
Totally. Spread it around to your friends throughout the whole area in the state. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting good apples. A little bit of right on the finish, but not in a bad way. Almost a slight pepperiness. Um, it's got a little bit of cinnamon, but in a really good apple pie way as opposed yep. to a you know straight cinnamon or too spicy way. Um, yeah, no, like that apple crumbles definitely was like all over my yeah. brain. And I just be honest, listeners, I've been having some issues with tasting. Like I've yeah. got like the tip of my tongue. It's, interesting. it's, it's really hard to see. <laughs> The tip of my tongue, like it's almost as if it's been burned, mm-hmm. and it's like my t- my my pain receptors are just going nuts. Yeah. So I've had to relearn how to drink whiskey. I'm also more sensitive to oak, so this this doesn't have any tannic to it at all. No. Like this is not bitter. It's not oaky. Mm-hmm. Like Oops. I could like a little bit of that baking spice might come through in that cinnamon kind of realm, but mm-hmm. this definitely is not overdone like this is fantastic yeah i i really dig it a lot i I can't say i really can't say it's blowing my mind but i'm very impressed for a missouri whiskey that's doing their own stuff um it is yeah i like to squeeze it um i just i just dropped a few drops of water of limestone water from kentucky not missouri kentucky so who knows they might you know fight it out a little bit I say there's probably a little bit of a little too much rust in some of that Missouri water. Yeah, well, that's you know you you actually uh, elaborate on that. Oh, okay. Because that is a really good point. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So straight up, uh, here you go. Another side story into Marco mm-hmm. and his history. Mm-hmm. My mother works for a water distribution company oh, in Missouri, so uh-huh. I've actually been to the water mm-hmm. cleaning plant and uh-huh. how they go through that whole process. Um, so I keep, when I jump into the shower, I know the difference between somebody that's not using a soft water, that's like nice. a water softening yeah, system, yeah. and somebody who is just using straight out of. And I grew mm. up drinking well water straight from the hose, so mm. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Missouri has a lot of a lot of iron in its ground too, mm-hmm. and that rustiness can cause problems with whiskey yeah. if you do not and a lot of people are doing reverse osmosis to get mm. any of that out because if you put a little iron, tiny bit of tiny iron bit, yeah. it will turn your whiskey black yep. as ink true and story ruin everything mm-hmm. which is crazy that like the slightest bit of iron in your water can ruin it oh my gosh but if you're trying to make some at home remove the iron and yes. you know what removes iron limestone or calcium carbonate can calcium have a huge impact yeah. on bringing out the iron and so in kentucky they don't even have to filter it because they consider it already filtered through the limestone right uh so they don't have to really take out the you know iron content from the whiskey but yeah it's a very uh it's an inner secret to the apparently the distilling um industry if you have uh, slight amounts of iron in your water good luck because it'll yeah it'll taste terrible and it'll turn your whiskey black yeah ruin it uh, I'd be curious to know, like Hot Springs, Arkansas, mm-hmm. so so cool. Mm-hmm. The water comes out of the ground from the hot spring, mm-hmm. so purified. Nice. Like it, it is, it is not bad for you at all. Like yeah. the bacteria is killed. You can lick it off your uh, your your chest. Uh, <laughs> not joking. They have taps in town that you can just um, drive up to with large containers nice. and fill them. And literally spring home. water. Yeah, yeah, literally mm-hmm. spring water. And of course, there's a there's a company that bottles spring water That's spray cool. from it too. Nice. I would be curious to know, like, what its iron content is yeah. and how well you can mm-hmm. use that for distilling. Which, yeah. I mean, come on, hot springs. Like that would be that'd be something cool yeah. too here too. Check them out, hot springs. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, I added a little water and uh, took a little nose. I think the oak showed up a little bit more with the water. Definitely did on a palate. Oh, for sure. Still it did a on the great palate. nose. Um, here's the thing. It's a great nose, but it's... it's I think this is... I'm not going to give away my score yet, but I know where my score is probably going to land unless the the ice pour will blow me away. I do really like this. Yes. And I'm really impressed by it, but I don't know if it's blowing my mind. It, did, it's right at that balance of like not blowing my mind, but still really good. Did, did the water make it a little more vapory for you? It made it a little more vapory. No, it actually didn't, but really? I have okay. a feeling the ice will make it a little more cold. <laughs> oh, sure. No, like, so the, the water kind of gave me a little more... A little more vapor. It's like mm-hmm. it's tingling my nose a little bit more. Yeah, I did already sneak a sip, and I do I do feel you on the oak. I did get that a little bit more because yeah. a little I, more on I, the palate too. I taste a little more bitter when I it, with my current little tiny tiny bit. Yeah. Dang it! <laughs> Try that again. Nah, you just leave it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, giving it the old spin J, mm-hmm. the old uh, mat job with the uh, with the ice cube in there. Um, muted it a little bit on the nose. Um, it's still got a very bright, fruity, but not too bright. Like it's like it's like mid bright. So like the range of what I call bright versus like um, versus like dark would be like a sherry finished scotch, such as like Glendronic, is dark. It's not bright. Like you're getting raisins, plums and raisins, plums yeah. and raisins. But then on the other side, there's like uh, fresh apples. That's like one of the most bright notes you can get is like fresh apples. Pear. Uh, yeah, pear. Yeah, fresh pear, yeah. yeah. And uh, this is on the brighter side, but not 100% like fresh apples. Like I said, it's more of a baking oh. apples. Um, I mean, I'm getting my nose in here. I don't smell a thing. It's definitely muted <laughs> comparatively. Um, but I'm going to sip it before it gets too warm. Yeah, no, like... Apparently, I've I've had COVID my entire mm-hmm. life because my nose has never worked. I I can't hardly smell a thing. Great front of the palate. Great finish of the palate. That might be the best pour. Hate to say it. I mean, the best palate. The the cold, yeah. The 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 chilled is refreshing. Yeah, because uh-huh. it is a little warm in Virginia today. Yeah. Um, although not near as warm as Arizona, so yeah. I'm glad to be here for sure. Yeah. It's still like. Still like 95 in Arizona these days, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was 100 the other day when I uh-huh. rode my bike home uh-huh. from work. I live a mile from the school. I do miss I Arizona. I do miss 100 degrees in Arizona. I'll take it any day over the 80, 89 or 88 here right. any like, day. All I know is either place I'm getting a trench of swampy goodness just because of... Uh, like I'm in, I'm in Arizona. It's stinking mm-hmm. hot. The sun just shines like it's in your back pocket. Yeah. Here, the humidity is just outrageous yeah and i'm like that's terrible i can't win <laughs> yeah yeah you're Baby ready to powder all around yeah. yeah but um okay so second sip not as good a little bit um slightly bitter on the finish there's no tannin yeah um, i'm trying like honey instead of brown sugar because it lightened it up um i would say i would sugar. say on the front or like on the neat pour it was more of a white sugar to me um, but I'm down to hear that. Um, let me go for one last sip. Mm, I'm curious. I'm trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, that got lighter. Oh, man, what is that? Something just hit me and I can't figure it out. It's still good with ice. Yeah. But I don't know if I stick to my original saying, saying ice might be the best. I think neat is the best. But not by much. Uh, there's a little bit of weird bitterness uh, with the ice pour that wasn't there before. At the very tail end. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah, it's right at yeah. the finish. It's almost a little astringent. Uh, Although this this is definitely a whiskey I think that I could pour my wife and she would take my first sip. Mm-hmm. And she would go, hmm. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. I get that. Like, that's that's my, my, yeah. my wife. She's not the biggest whiskey fan. Yeah. But I always give her the first sip of anything I have yeah. so long as it's not... 120 proof or higher. Yeah. I just I don't want to hurt her. Yeah. Irish Irish whiskey is where she lives. She nice. loves that. Mm-hmm. She likes her whiskey like she likes her men. Yeah. Intoxicating an Irish kind of like me. Oh, Laughlin. That's right. Um, um, but yeah, I know. So this is this is one I could definitely pour for her, which yeah. is really weird because she's also and I saw it I think downstairs yeah. was your uh, uh, Four Roses uh, small batch select. Yeah, yeah, that is one of her absolute favorites. And this one of the best of I honestly accessible I think, bourbons, I, right? I think this is kind of in that same vein, mm, yeah, flavor wise, and that's yeah. why I think she would like this. That's cool. No, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, this yeah, I could this could remind me of Four Roses Small Batch Select. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Um, all that being said, I'm about to give my rating, but I will say this: Good on you, Missouri. Yes, Good on you, McCormick slash Ben Holiday or Holiday Distilling. Uh, keep it up. I would love to see a 10-year of this. Oh, my goodness. Um, it might not even be better. Like, this is a really good range uh, for a bourbon. I um, mean, if, if you're going to go 10-year, you'd almost have to go, like, 10-year cast strength or something yeah. at that point. Yeah, I just would to, love to see that. Just to upscale that one. So, keep in mind, uh, Holiday Distilling, this was great. And actually, that's, like, that's one of the coolest things about this whiskey yeah. is, like, they are doing it right, right, uh, and they are doing it well. And huh, weird that that happened at the same time. Um, but it's not weird because when you do it well, you do it right, and when you do it right, you do it well. Um, so good on you, Missouri. Good on you, uh, Weston, Missouri, and good on you, Holiday Distilling. I give this an eight point nine, uh, just below Hubba to what status? Like just below blowing my mind status. Uh, very good. Very, very good. I would say this is great even. Um, so keep it up. And But I, like I said, it's not like there's no uh, spikes in the, in the uh, you know, the scale that I'm looking at. There's nothing that's like, oh, check this note out. Check this note out. Really great apple right. notes. Really great caramel, soft caramel notes. Uh, great bourbon, uh, but not blowing my mind. But still great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, like this would be something you would pour somebody and mm-hmm. they would not be disappointed. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Like this would actually be a great beginner, even totally whiskey, just I'd to agree. get people Especially into for a bottle whiskey. And bond. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you're not melting their face. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that. The apple mm-hmm. crumble note for me, fantastic. Like yeah. I rarely do I get that note. Like most mm-hmm. of the time I hear you and anyone else that you're hosting and like, oh, I get apples on this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, uh-huh. like, I, I never get apples, but this is one of the few I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking, I was thinking eight seven eight eight. So I'm gonna go split the difference. Okay. I'm gonna go eight seven five. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Doing a Missouri boy proud. So thank yeah. you so much because I've had some bad Missouri whiskey yeah. too. 
Um, totally. So I'm, I, I would be proud to be like, hey, this is a Missouri whiskey. I want to show you yeah. what this state's putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so good. Great yeah. history behind the name. Mm-hmm. Love, love that too. Because mm-hmm. Missouri, it, it is one of those states that kind of, I, I can't remember those over. flyover states that is <laughs> yeah. looked over. Like uh-huh. most people, are like, oh, that's one of those square They're states like, in the is middle, it right? Kansas City only in Kansas? Oh, yeah, Kansas yeah. City is in Kansas. Like, no, Kansas City, Missouri yeah. is older than Kansas yeah. City, Kansas. Uh-huh. Just anyway, uh, don't even get me started on that little yeah. bit of history. So, no, this was fantastic. Love it. That's love cool. it. Love it. Yeah, one thing I mentioned off the mic uh, was that uh, west of Missouri used to be the uh, largest port city in Missouri, or off the Missouri River, yeah. rather, um, yep. until a big flood changed everything. And then Kansas City was the uh, big big john off the uh, Missouri River. So. Which then probably turned it into like the big jumping off point, them and Independence, for all the uh, trails west, Oregon Trail, totally. the Mormon Trail, Santa Fe Trail. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah because, I, and then one of the funny things is I learned about Ben Holiday was he had uh, connections such as Abraham Lincoln and oh, wow. uh, Brigham Young. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Mormon Trail, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, although, every time you do this, I, I think of, uh, like, you're saying the stagecoach line. I'm thinking of, like, the Rifleman and, like, mm. those episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. The stagecoach stop along. You ever seen um, uh, 310 to Yuma? Love it. That's absolutely. Great movie. Have you seen the original? Ooh, no. Neither have I. So I have not the, seen the, it. I've the newer one is great. One. Absolutely. It is fantastic. So, all I'll say, if you're interested in a good Western... Is that yeah? Russell Crowe's great. Christian Bale's great. But uh, Ben um, Ben Ooh, Foster, Ben go. Foster playing Charlie Prince, the best role of the whole movie. Uh, he just plays such a good bad guy. Yeah. Uh, better bad guy than Russell Crowe plays um, Ben Wade. So um, check that movie out. And uh, so now that we've said check that movie out, I guess it's time for our next segment of the show that we like to call. Whiskey World News. And we're back and we're going to do Whiskey World News. We didn't write it, we're going to read it, and then we're going to talk about it. But here we go. So coming out of WGME up in Maine. Maine. This is by Anna Kuhn, and it is York Planning Board votes down distillery expansion over whiskey fungus concerns. Black fungus. Yes. After an hours-long discussion, the York Planning Board on Thursday night voted down the local distillery's application to expand our uh, over concerns of whiskey fungus. Um, Wiggly Bridge Distillery... Fantastic name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, had applied for an expansion. At the same time, an unwanted fungus had shown up in town, and people were concerned the two are connected. Huh. Whiskey fungus has been a hot topic for yep. the neighborhood of York in Maine. Many residents are concerned over the black, sticky fungus um, on their properties. Hmm. Uh, whiskey fungus is has no known health facts, but it can damage homes and trees. Yep. It feeds off of ethanol fumes, and most distilleries in, uh, admit. But Wiggly Bridge says there are no emission readings outside of their property line. Hmm. The distillery representatives claim you can blame them. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The distillery's representatives claimed you can't blame them since separate studies um, show whiskey fungus 
or whatever that scientific name is that I'm not going to read because <laughs> I am not a reader. That is my wife. Shout out to my wifey's podcast, uh, Tales Over Tales, nice. which I am the cocktail consultant on. Nice. Um, uh, has found scattered throughout the town. But the planning board's main issue was they couldn't explain why the fungus was in the neighborhood for any other reason other than the distillery. Hmm. And right there, I'm going to stop. So, Cole, what are your thoughts on this one? You know, it's it's not just a hot topic in York, Maine. Oh, it's everywhere. a hot topic in Frankfurt, Kentucky, mm-hmm. in uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee. It Lawrenceburg, is Kentucky. Yeah, it is huge. And, um, and I'm sure you've seen it more than I have. You know, I'm not living in typical distillery oh sites, but it is very real, the whiskey fungus. I mean, you go to these towns and you'll see on like the street signs, you'll see yep. this like black haze over every street sign, but it's like, uh, apparently it's like kind of sticky. I'm, I'm going to yeah. talk to this one. So mm-hmm. going to Wild Turkey, yeah. you know you're getting close mm-hmm. as things get darker and darker and darker. There were a couple of road signs I couldn't even read because the black had filled in all the white. Uh-huh. The barns get black. Yep, that's like, for sure. Honestly, I think that is how some of the, um, uh, during Prohibition, some of mm-hmm. the um, bootlegging got shut down huh. because they, they found saw it that. ahead of time. But... Uh, like, yeah, no, I understand, like, it can be a nuisance, but let the boys make their whiskey. Give the boys some whiskey. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny. It's like, it's a matter of, it, it is real and it is yeah. obvious and it is almost a one-to-one cor- correlation there. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what's more worth it? Your home or the fact that America can enjoy Wiggle Bridge whiskey, you Wiggly know what I'm saying? Bridge Wiggly yeah. Bridge whiskey. Right. <laughs> So, Maine, yeah. not not a place I would expect for whiskey to be made. They better be That's making some cool. good rise up awesome. there. Oh, no I, you know wow. what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit up Wiggly Bridge uh, Distillery and see if we can have them on the podcast. Yeah, I think something else that was in that yeah. article is they were saying that they it was hurting their business because they couldn't expand. Yeah, man, that I'm makes into, me sad. I'm into business. Absolutely. I'm into businesses growing. I'm into uh, not stopping businesses from growing. Right. But that's which, a hard one. Which this almost makes me wonder, like, so when you and I started a mm-hmm. distillery sometime, because yeah. we all know your taste is better than mine, so <laughs> you would definitely be my master blender All for I'm sure. saying is, <laughs> I didn't think I had skills until I went on Matt Madness, <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, I'm good at this. That's right, that's right. But no, like, I've always joked around for years, because my parents have 160 acres out in the middle of that's nowhere right. in Missouri. It's a great place to start. I don't have distillery. to worry about black fungus. Yeah. From my neighbors, they are not going to have an issue with yeah. it, and I'm just sitting here like I got a barn that I could hide a couple barrels away in. Yeah. Like, yeah, That's so what it's all about. What are we? What are we going to call this? Like the first uh, no, non-chill or uh, chill filtered, non-chill yes. filtered. I don't know about the. Uh, I don't know about the distillery name, but I definitely know that the first bottling will be called chill filtered, non-chill filtered. <laughs> And then we're going to do a, uh, in honor of our explicit rating, we're going to do a, uh, a cast drink option called uh, Chill Filtered Explicit Rating. Yeah, or uh, Not Bastardized Whiskey. Or or something. Something. Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. Where, uh, Adam, thought, Adam was like, you just cursed. Yeah, I would say, what, uh, let's see, we'll go for batch two is going to be It Gets Thicker in Your Mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. Um, or uh, batch three. Pushing your baked beans. Yeah, push your baked beans on camera. Uh, that's great. So, now that we've covered um, Whiskey World News, yeah. 
Did I ask you to do a? What you was, you, you did not, but okay. I actually planned ahead, and I Boom. have one. He's I, got one. I am so solid. On. So okay, cool. This is totally and and honestly because of the Ben Holiday with yeah. the Holiday Distillery. I've thrown out Rocktown Distillery uh-huh. down there in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Nice. What distillery? What craft distillery? Mm-hmm. Like local small I like distillery? This. I like where this is going. Who needs a shout out this week to drum up some interest in them so okay. people find besides Whiskey Delbach? Oh yeah, I know. Like I, I straight up, I am probably one of the biggest Whiskey yeah. Delbach uh, fanboys. They're great, and Cole, now you live in Arizona, so it's right. even better. I live in Arizona. I have access to the Total Wine store picks mm. and cast strength on those Dorados. Huh. You still have one of them. Uh-huh. I finished mine off because I moved, and I think I finished it straight out of the bottle as huh. I was packing. Uh, but yes, besides Delbox, I think we've. Uh, I like this question. I think this is great. A great question. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's tough. Where have I been that I've been very happy with a craft mm-hmm. distiller? Um, especially someone that makes their own stuff. Yeah. Um, you, you you need a minute to think about. Yeah, it? you go ahead. First cool. And I'll keep so thinking. I did. I recently got to go on a distillery tour. Um, it was a gift from my sister in law and her husband. Um, and it was my Christmas present, so got to go to this. It's a little place in Tempe, Arizona, called Adventurous yeah, Stills. Been there. Yeah, and it was I. I was blown away because I walked in and I kind of like you mm-hmm. outside of Delvac. I've never really had anyone do small barrels right. Totally, totally. And they had like some medium sized barrels, uh, and then had some full size. Mm-hmm. But for being a lower proofed whiskey. It was one of the most viscous, nice, oily. I was like, wow, that like for like they really brought it. Yeah. Their Peralta bourbon. I've heard of that. Really, I've that. really impressed me nice. uh, for what it was. Uh, so shout out to Adventure Stills. Yeah, in uh, Tempe, Arizona. That's right. Yeah, I've been there. Actually, I like gave them my card at one point, and they. To be honest, I didn't follow up with them. I should have followed up with them a while back, but they I gave my card they're like we would love to have like be you know like represented on your podcast and I was like I'll make it happen and I didn't. So I apologize Adventure Stills. Hey, Maybe one sounds, day I'll make sounds it Sounds like a, uh, an extension office, like yeah. a little intern opportunity for yeah. me. Just send me on site. for Exactly. A... <laughs> yeah, you'll be, uh, at the very least, you could be a, uh, what do they call that, a uh, correspondent. There you go, roaming um, correspondent. Yeah, exactly. So um, you'll be the Southwest correspondent. Um, <laughs> what are you going to send me a smoke wagon next? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that. And uh, I mean, heck, you could be the Del Bach correspondent. Oh, my God. I'll take that any day. Um, any day. And Del Bach, let me just say. We still got to do their, uh, you know, once we figure out the next co-host, we're going to be doing mm. the um, Sentinel Batch 2. I'm really excited about Can't that. Can't wait to get my hands on that one. Yeah. So. I, actually, Sentinel 1 was still on. Uh, that was what I drank on the uh, Tribute to Cole episode. Uh-huh. So did That's the right. Sentinel Batch 1 and uh, just regular Dorado. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I see it right back there. Yeah, there That's, you go. I haven't even cracked the bottle yet. And then you got your Sentinel Batch 2, which I need to go pick up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, no, no. I have uh, both. I have Sentinel Batch One in the back, there you and go. Sentinel Batch Two in the front. Nice. But I, you know, it's funny. It's funny you bring this up because one of the big ones that comes to my mind is uh, one that you introduced me to, which Uh-oh. is NB Roland. Oh, uh, a craft distiller for Not. sure. They're doing their own stuff, and they are doing some crazy stuff. Not what I was expecting you to go on. What this were you one. expecting? Well, I wasn't expecting him to be rolling. Like I uh, thought I was going to give them the shout uh, out on this one because uh, you weren't 
too happy with that first bourbon that no, they, I, I had you try out. I think they're trying cool things. That's they what are I trying love cool things. Them. But the the reason I sent it to you all is because you had, uh, I think Robbie asked the question, like, do mm. they smoke corn? And I was like, oh, do they smoke corn? Oh, they and I immediately sent corn. that one. Yeah. And it, like, did we ever do the smoke corn episode? You did. Yeah, we did. Because you did. tried mine and somebody yeah. else's side by John side. Hughes, John yeah. Hughes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because he lives not too far from um, Pembroke. Yeah, Pembroke. Yep. Yes, about an hour northwest out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Like, it's on an old Amish farm. That's cool. A dairy farm, and then everything's cast strength. So you yep. you water yep. it down or ice it down you can do whatever you want. You want yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then tons of flavored things, too, yeah. that they do. It is fantastic. And the tours, go see Catfish. He is funny i love that and i mean it is it is love fantastic. a tour guide named catfish oh absolutely so that's it, funny yeah so wow emmy rolling i'm man took my yeah i mean week, like i it. would say like wilderness trail which was also oh, introduced by you yeah, I love wilderness um, trail. but i feel like they're not even craft anymore i feel like they're uh, well, killing they, it yeah. they got bought out by uh who was it that bought them out i don't even was know it, oh did not they get Biagio bought out by somebody bought out wilderness trail it was one of the big guys because really such fantastic things and really that's like, great great for them absolutely yeah. yeah and i hope they continue what they're doing because here's the thing about wilderness trail is like they proved how important um yeast is yes for um bourbon especially yep like they oh my goodness like their rise like perfect for the price like we and we didn't yeah. even we couldn't even tell the first time we tried that that, yeah. that weeded bourbon was weeded my goodness like it did not taste that way i mean like it wasn't even that it was i just thought. still remember the strawberry notes like the yeah. soft strawberry notes that i got from that uh weeded bourbon but it then, just it's never left me and then the hard candy off yeah. of the, the rye, the rye mm-hmm. fantastic totally. oh it's so good so no that's great um we might not be able to put um yeah, but we'll put this on. Yeah, let me back up. Yeah, we'll put yeah. this on Instagram and say, hey, you know, what's your choice for? Oh, we don't have last week's results. That's for sure oh, uh, because man. we are recording before we actually even, uh, yeah. you know, did last episode or put last episode on on live. Uh, but we will hopefully get the the results from both next episode. There you but go. Um, yeah, check that out. And, and then looking forward to the right ends. Want to hear? Those yeah, absolutely. I give these guys a shout. Yeah, give them the tags. So yeah, that they exactly. Can, uh, that we. I mean, yeah, I would really love cool. to even even if put them could, on the uh, yeah, the results. Yeah, a result one and just mm-hmm. like just put all the tags everywhere and totally and just click on it. Also, quick shout out to Broasco Um for yeah, what a baller! What a friggin baller because uh he offered to help out in our time of need and said i will be ha- i would be happy to uh do your results Ooh, nice. for a little bit um Very cool. and for the um and and present the like the actual like um what do you call it? like the the actual what was you to choose uh yeah. segment on instagram so we love our canadian turtle friend for that reason That's and right. for many more reasons than that including being a patreon subscriber so I you know such, we got such some, a, such a handsome fella. We got some good friggin' listeners. That's right. I, I think of like you know we're in a time of transition. We're in a time of um, change, and so many people have stepped up. I look at looking at you, Dramhound. Looking at you, Bruasco Tasquino. So so. Looking at you, Ben Klepsig, and, and you know like all these people that have really stepped up and said you know I want to help. Uh, and, and I appreciate and that. even the co-host you've had so mm-hmm. far on, yeah, like mm-hmm. Brian Rapp. Bryce, I know I, Brian love that Rapp, one. I haven't yeah. gotten to listen to Bryce yet. I'm looking Bryce forward to hearing that great. one. 
Yeah. So yeah, it was killer with the uh, Yam eighteen man. Nice. I'll tell you that. But um, the the Yazamaki. Yazamaki. Shout out to Floyd. That's right, Floyd. Yeah, but in a good way, Floyd, because Absolutely. you have grown. Dude, you were you awesome. Were Thanks for hosting us. You were great. That. Yeah, seriously. And he and dude, Ramper, oh, cast. Let me. Stop. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. But um, no, I think that's a great episode. Um, yeah. Any any other things you want to say to our listeners? Uh, well, I hope you've enjoyed this ooh. episode. I hope that uh, you can put up with uh, a few more, or at least one more test episode before we select mm-hmm. our next host. Right. I hope that our time here doesn't end, but sadly it will. Yeah. I hope that whiskey always tastes good in my mouth. But most of all listeners, I hope that our, our love, love of spirits... Oh, wait, no. Our of love whiskey, whiskey lifted your, your spirits. All right. Let me close this out. You're both idiots!